Hello, and welcome back to Articulate with Steve McJones. What's up? Uh, this week, we got Akash Shukla. Very excited about this episode uh, because Akash and I actually uh, jive on a topic that I am super, super interested in and not a lot of people get too deep into, uh, understandably, but it's philosophy in general. And actually, what's cool about it is that him and I are both comics. So we talk a lot about how you know philosophy and the nature of Zen and self play into the industry and the art of it really and it's a really interesting conversation like i said i don't have this type of conversation with just anybody uh, especially because you know i feel like philosophy and, and comedy you know we we talk about how they go hand in hand but again it's not like there's a lot of people that i meet who are involved in philosophy that are also interested in comedy and vice versa so it's cool to have somebody that i know now that has that overlap and akash is such a great guy too um he he actually runs two street now and uh, he, it's funny, you'll notice in this episode, he, uh, he speaks in second person often. And it's just, I don't know why, I, I just edited this episode and noticed it, and it's just kind of funny. But I also do want to say that, I, I mean, this is kind of weird to say, but I, I don't know if it's just his personality that is reflective in a way, or, or whatever it is, but I, I see, I mean, he just started a podcast um, and he's just wrapping up his final year of college. And I see a lot of myself in him, and it's just shared traits, you know. Uh, he, he's very he's very thoughtful, and he has these ideas about the world and about the comic scene. Uh, and, and you can see them change through his episodes so far that I've listened to. And, I mean, even in this one, again, he, he, he takes time i mean he was also a little bit hungover so he's a little slow to start out but he also takes time to, to think about what he has to say and you know you can tell that he's thought about these ideas quite a bit and it's just great and kind of refreshing to for me at least to to have again this conversation that relates to something that i'm very interested in and also comedy so uh other than that thanks akash for coming out and please listen to this podcast because it's amazing but i did just listen to your episode with Jackson, mm-hmm. that's a really good episode. You liked it? Good. Yeah, he good. has a, a lot of opinions. Yeah, well, no, he's a, he's awesome. I love Jackson. He's a, he's great. Um, yeah, I hope it was just fun. Because it's such a tonal shift from the, um, the, from the first track. episode. Right. You know, that one was, I think, like more of a professional interview. Because, you know, he's like a professional writer, and I wanted to make sure I was talking to him. And then, you know, he eventually, he took over, and then, <laughs> like, the last <laughs> half an hour, and then he was just great. Uh, but yeah, Jackson was more like just two friends, you know, hanging out, just talking. Was it was it fun? Like, was it funny? Did you? Yeah, enjoy that's it what I'm saying. And like, yeah, no, I really liked one how he was talking about like the different tiers and being able to like, because he's like a couple years in and he knows mm-hmm. people that are ex- very well experienced. And then he was talking to you. Yeah, there's birds. <laughs> uh, go birds. Uh, but yeah, and then he was talking to you, and who you know we're both kind of starting out, and so it's really interesting. To like see his point of view about the different uh, tiers of mm-hmm. comedy, I also like how he said it was punk rock. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's <laughs> punk rock about comedy. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's what it is. Well, it is though. Like, no, it's very um, comedy when when it's like at its best, it's like fighting back a little bit against the people who have power <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, even if it's like the people who have just the l- l- tiniest bit of power. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, the people who um run rooms <laughs> or uh, uh, no not even that like not even run rooms I don't well know the say. people who make very... no i know last night mean. was too much fun for me um <laughs> oh, no but you know it's like um comedy is at its best when you're trying to be honest i think 
but at the same time, I love a good, just, you know, fun, fun, fun time. <laughs> just a good penis joke or whatever. <laughs> of course, for <laughs> but it's like, um, I don't know, the best specials are the best um, comedic TV shows, comedic movies. It's, you know, whenever it's honest and has a... Has a has something has something to say through the lens of funny but that that shouldn't be confused with like you don't want to be preachy do you know what i mean like you don't want to come out there and be like um i hate republicans i hate democrats i hate trump i hate like there's no point to that like and you know a lot of the talk shows do it now where it's just like politics 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 and you know to some extent they've always done that um but you don't want to just go out there and say, oh, Trump, his hair, right? And then everyone just claps for no reason. And yeah. it's like, you know, it should be funny first. No, That's I... why I like Conan. Conan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, really? uh, well, yeah, because with his talk show, I, I've, well, you know, it, it ended a little bit ago. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched it. Or, uh, uh, I watched some clips. Yeah, like online. Yeah, yeah. Really but his show, um, you know, I feel like he never stooped to that. And it's not even stooping. He just never did anything. He like, never, he was yeah. like, oh, oh, I don't want to... Um, do politics because that's what other shows are doing and uh i'll just be a little silly but not silly to the point where it's like there's no uh substance right you know what i mean like i feel like uh james corden is probably more like that where it's like hey look at me i'm I'm dancing yeah i'm singing and dancing and it's like okay yeah we got celebrities in a car but it's like singing their own songs but it doesn't make any i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me it's like you know, it's 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 the monkey brain that's being <laughs> entertained at that point. It's like I know these people, yay! Yeah, but, yeah. I, know, I can talk about absolutely. Um, well, so ladies and gentlemen, Akash Shukla. 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 Yeah. Way yeah. to get my last name. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, 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 no, but, no, you get. <laughs> but that is kind of one thing that I would love to get into it with you because actually one of the first conversations we had. Mm-hmm were about was it was about like philosophy it was like seth learner you and me we were talking about like alan watts and you actually recommended that uh podcast episode with um alan watts and that other ramdas yeah and i listened to it man and it's interesting because ramdas is that his name yeah he's awesome yeah he's amazing but he he takes like a very um like he comes at it from like a religious almost standpoint mm-hmm. which right. is interesting to hear because i don't i don't write off religion at all i don't no. know if i believe in it necessarily that's why i'm here to talk to you about jesus, jesus yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that's why i got invited on the podcast uh, but well one of the things i've learned from listening to a lot of uh, philosophy was there's this uh, youtube page called after school really mm-hmm. interesting youtube page they like take famous clips from philosophers or public speakers and they like draw out everything for you it's like entertainment but you also learn a lot and there's one uh from a philosopher i forget it was either like alan watts or like terence mckenna or somebody like that but they were saying like in times of confusion and like chaos like which happens quite a bit in in just world history in general um there's a lot of things you you know that have been proven to 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 make an impact i guess uh whether it be for the good or the bad obviously uh, and one of those things was having a platform to do stand like humor and telling truth through the humor that points things out in the hierarchy that are just weird or whack, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and, and that's almost why, I mean, stand up comedy right now is getting a huge boom, mm-hmm. but I mean, through the ages, there have always been like public speakers or People that have, have like even Alan Watson and Ram Dass, they have humor elements. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah, yeah, that's why I love them because yeah, they're comical like, dude, elements. Um, yeah, Ram Dass is like uh, he's he's funny. 
Do you know do you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. funny, fucking um I think Eckhart Tolle is another uh I don't know, not philosopher, but like I don't know, like spiritual teacher, I guess. True. Who, who yeah, you know, they can always cuz it's it, in that situation where you're giving people like very intimate advice and everything. You know, there's tension. And then if you can make a joke and release that tension, like, yeah. yeah, of course it's going to work. Um <laughs> Yeah, but they're they're great. They're, um, like, blowing your mind by, like, yeah, you know how you think this way, and then in turn you think this way? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, how did you know that I think <laughs> like that? And they're like, yeah. And then they just say, like, well, why would you do that? And it's, like, a simple question, and it's that release of tension because you're like, you're right. Why would I think that way? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting mm-hmm. um, to see how it plays into stand-up. So mm-hmm. I did want to, before we get too deep into it, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of, if you could give us, like, a, a general idea of what your background, you know, where you grew up, born, yeah. grew up, and, and maybe some of your influences along the way and how you got to where you are now. It'd be cool. Yeah. yeah no. Like uh, yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Akash. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm an alcoholic. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, living in Philly currently, I'm doing stand-up. Uh, I'm from um, like the Allentown area. I'm from like a little farm town near there. Okay. I grew up there for most of my, yeah, all of my life really, since I was like five. Was it very like... Pennsylvanian suburban type mm-hmm. of background? Uh, Pennsylvania rural. Rural, <laughs> rural. yeah, Very yeah. Rural. It was like a farm. Yeah, they called it corn cob high because <laughs> <laughs> nice. it was just in the middle of a cornfield. But um, no, it was. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was, you know. So, at what point did you see? I mean, so was comedy your first route into the arts, or were there some other? Okay. Yeah, comedy was it. Um, I didn't really. I never did acting. I never did improv. I never did, you know, any of that stuff. True. Um, I would help my friends um, do movies uh, and stuff before I started comedy. Like uh, YouTube projects? Yeah, 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 stuff like that. That's always fun. But, you know, I never really had any, like, too much interest in it. And then I think, I don't know, for some reason I just wanted to do, I think I always wanted to do stand-up in some way. Like, I never really had any interest in film, but I always wanted to do stand-up yeah. in some was way. Was there somebody so. specifically, like, that you saw? Like, was there a point? Uh, I saw... I don't know. I was just getting really into stand up. You know, you know, like, yeah you, like have you, that you, face. yeah, you just like get into it. Like, you just watch one and then another and then another and then another. And like, I remember when I was like eleven, watching Russell Peters specials on Netflix, and nice. I was like, oh, okay, this is <laughs> awesome. I remember watching like Carlin uh, Pryor. Like, I would watch like documentaries on comedians. You know, oh, wow. you know, <laughs> like like Richard Pryor had like an hour special, and then I would watch uh, like a documentary about yeah. Yeah, I love Richard. Um, we are gathered here today. That's just like yeah. the perfect way to start out a fucking comedy. Like, oh, he's awesome. And you stand up. He's so good. Yeah. Um, but then I remember I got my wisdom teeth out and I had nothing to do because, you know, you're just incapacitated on Vicodin <laughs> for like <laughs> a couple of days. Sure. And uh, during that time, the um, Judd Apatow's Gary Shandling documentary came out. Sure. And that was, I love Gary Shandling. Like, he's probably my favorite comedian he's like uh uh my on my mount rushmore he's on there nice. um but I, I remember watching that documentary and i was like oh, okay he's he's awesome <laughs> he's, he's the awesome. best yeah, yeah he's the greatest because i like it's just weird because um we were talking about like the spirituality or, or the zen and stand-up and he's very much that person like he's very much um you know you put in the work and what you get out of it is hmm. is stand-up and stand-up is just a means like it's just a means of expressing who you are, like not in this being, but as a being. <laughs> right, as one of the yeah, yeah as, I, as like a human. Um, I but think he's I was very much. 
He, not human. Yeah, I need to awesome. get into him. This no, he's amazing. awesome. Yeah, watch his specials. Fucking uh, the HBO. If you want to watch, like, I think it's it's really it's two, it's a two parter documentary on HBO. It's, oh yeah, it's long as hell, but it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, no, I'm definitely into that because I was actually watching the Ramdas. It was one of the after school things, I think. Right, and there was a. Uh, I mean, he was talking about basically, like, the different channels at which you can exist or, like, that your mind exists. It isn't going to get really deep. But, like, it starts on, like, the surface level with material items and kind of seeing people as their age, their weight, their physical aspects. And then he's, like, the next switch is, like, like their moods. So if you wanted to, like, see people as, like, depressed or, like, angry or happy or embarrassed, like, and that's kind of a better way of seeing people a little bit based on you know what their actions kind of say that or even just the vibe that you feel from them mm-hmm. uh and then like moving a little deeper i think the next one was like uh like personality types so like uh, you know he he grouped it into like um, the zodiac signs and things like that uh but it could also be like enfp uh, psychological mm-hmm. uh type of cate- categorization uh and then beyond that then it's like finding like the soul in everybody and seeing that each soul is connected and you're looking back at yourself and then beyond that it's just the void whatever the void <laughs> is i don't know what the fuck <laughs> um no that's a little bit above my <laughs> expertise uh, on all that um but but, but the, the point yeah. being like there's so many different layers to people right mm-hmm. and then the you know at a certain point there's a part of us that is all connected right uh-huh. and so that i think the idea of the expression of, of comedy can come like it, it's somehow exposed on a different plane that we don't understand yeah, no no i know exactly what you're talking about yeah it, it's just um uh everybody trying to you know like ex- express who they are as as a person do you know what i mean like and funny is the way you do that when you're putting your own being out there mm-hmm. stand up is the vessel for that stand up is nothing but a vessel except for a vessel to uh express who you are and that that goes like you should watch um gary shandling is on uh an episode of comedians and cars getting coffee oh, really? and they talk about robin williams just died mm. and um seinfeld uh he says uh, don't you just get sad when you think about that and uh like think about the fact that robin died and all that material that isn't coming out anymore <laughs> because he died and gary shandling's like only you would get <laughs> upset at the fact that a person just died and all that material isn't, yeah. you know, like nobody's ever going to get to see it anymore. But no, it's, 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 there is a connection. I don't know exactly what it is. I think I need a, more time <laughs> yeah. before I figure it out. But there's a connection between like all that Zen stuff and stand up. I think it's, you know, it's like, um, everyone says stand up is like boxing. Cause when you're there, you're in that pocket, mm-hmm. you know, when you're on stage, you're, you're doing the thing, you just have to be, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a it, sense. There's it, no, you can't, you can't really fake it, you can't, uh, like you, if you, you can't pretend, like you, you have to just be in that moment, and that's why so many, I think that's why so many comedians uh, bomb, and I'm probably one of them, because I'm Same. so in my own head getting the anxieties, and then you just need to make sure you're present, like, dude, I, uh, I have a job at um, Punchline, right, and um, there were, there was a show uh recently and there weren't many people for there for the show so it was a very like intimate stage and people um like i knew i was talking to another comic about this i knew if if there were a lot of open micers at that uh show myself included i probably would have been like um hey everybody like you you would come out onto the stage and start doing your set 
-hmm. very high energy, (laughs) but (laughs) you have to match where the crowd is. You can't like, if they're like, yeah, yeah, happy to be here. Like they don't want to laugh. Mm -hmm. You have to like, be like, okay, I understand. There's like nine people here. It's like, uh, it's a Wednesday night. Nobody wants to be here, but let's try and have fun. And you kind of have to do that. You kind of have to show them that, mm-hmm. and you can't tell them that, because otherwise it defeats the whole facade <laughs> of yeah. stand-up. But yeah. there were people who went up, and they were like, um, very high energy, and it didn't work out. And then the pers- there was one uh, comedian who went up, and they um, you know, they addressed that. They brought it down, and they like told stories about their own, like, he told, yeah, he told actually stories about... Um, him doing open mics and like early shows and then he ended it with like hey thank you for coming because you know this was like a little small intimate set but i'm happy that people showed up because it's better than (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know have you read um i was talking to somebody about it last night have you read falling falling upward by uh richard roar i think Uh, no neither have i uh (laughs) (laughs) no but it's um it's a book about and crashing was kind of based on this which is a TV show by Pete Holmes. Yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, I love that show. But it's essentially... People, when they view failure, uh, they view failure as um, negative, negative, negative thing. But... And we all do it. We all we all fail, but it's important to recognize... And in stand-up, especially, like, you fail every night. For, not for me, <laughs> i failed more times than I've killed. Like, it's just a fact. Right. I don't know if I have killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with every failure, you're just moving up a little bit yeah, Dude, you're getting better at it like bit. it's just yeah yeah I, that's what it is like it's, uh... i was gonna relate a little bit on thursday at raven there mm-hmm. was a point where i came in it was like the third half everybody's mm-hmm. tired and i came in and made made like a joke i'm like third half you know it was like a get me through this type of joke like talking about it and it like made everybody laugh good and i did it right at the top and then I felt that, like, in the moment, I, like, made a joke mm-hmm. in the moment, and, I, and I, dude, and it killed. And then I felt there was, like, a split second where there was, like, okay, I could keep trying to run with this and, like, riff off of this. But then I was, like, well, I'm here to do my jokes. And I fell back into my jokes, and then I absolutely bombed the rest of the set. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, um, it's what we were talking about earlier, dude. You have to make sure you're relating to the audience. And that's the thing with your set. Well, not your set in particular. Everybody's sure. set. Fucking... You have to make sure, and that's why we try so many different jokes, because you have to make sure that the jokes that you have, it would be so great if they applied to 100% of the people you're doing jokes for, but most of the time, they won't. (laughs) And so you have to make sure, okay, um, I'm doing uh, such and such set here, uh, 12 a.m. in South Philly, versus, you know, fucking a brunch set (laughs) in, in North Philly. Like, they're two completely different crowds. And you have to make sure your jokes are going to just land differently. And you know, when, uh, well, you don't want to make sure they, you, you know what I mean. I'm sorry. I'm no. very, I'm very out of it. No, I, I apologize. Gotcha. But, um, like, again, it's more about being in the present moment. Yes. Acknowledging yourself. that this is weird, that I'm just talking to a group of individuals yeah. trying to make some reaction. I don't know if there's a scientific explanation for why mm-hmm. we laugh. I don't know, like, neurologically, I don't, I don't think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, uh. No, um, I have a theory on that, actually. I, I, uh, sorry to interrupt. I, no, it's here. I think that it's a, um, I think it's an evolutionary thing. I think that it, cause you know, when you're nervous, you laugh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, it's the process of, um, you literally bare your teeth, you know, like, ha ha ha. So it's like, I, I think that there's some sort of like evolutionary reasoning, like, um, 
when we were fucking cavemen or some shit and fucking. I think I did research on it one time, and there was a point where laughter was almost a an aggressive thing, mm-hmm. actually, like where apes would like yeah. watch each other have sex or something, and just like. <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. it's like the heavy yeah. breathing and like kind of yeah. like the normal ape thing. Yeah. <laughs> Watch each other have sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I think it, um, because again, it's breaking that tension. So of course, it's a nervous reaction mm-hmm. uh, to whatever's going on because it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, like everything's normal. It's 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 a release of whatever anxieties are going on at the moment, especially when you're watching someone's set. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Yeah, that's well, why. That's what, dude, like. Sometimes the best thing is when a comedian is bombing and they're like, well, I'm never using this tape. Like, I'm never listening to this. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, we can all relate to this. We're on the same right. level. That's all it is, dude. You're just trying to relate to everyone. I think that's what um, a part of stand-up is. You're just trying to make sure you're coming down to people's level or coming up to people's level sometimes. Sure. And then making sure, like, hey, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we here? But we're all in the same, you know situation yeah metaphorical metaphorical bowl of watching each other have sex like apes i don't know (laughs) so i did want to hop on one sort of thing and kind of i want to see what you think about it well so it starts with the basic idea we were just talking about evolution and how uh, i just watched this film called waking life which Mm -hmm. came out in 2001 i don't know if you've seen it before but uh, it was talking about, uh, basically the movie is like a series of monologues, so it's almost like listening to different podcasts uh, in one movie, but they do this crazy trippy animation for it, which is really cool. There's one person in it that you might recognize, Ethan Hawke. He's I the, love Ethan Hawke, yeah, yeah he's, he's the awesome. only famous person in it, I think. <laughs> Have you seen uh, My Dinner with Andre? No, I'm not. No? It's good. Okay. Uh, you'd like, it's like, it's just two people sitting down having a... It's like a podcast. Like that's what the movie is. It's essentially just two people sitting down eating dinner and then talking. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah. But Very if you if, if, from the description of um, Waking Life, is it from yeah. that you'd probably like my dinner. Yeah, I, I really enjoy because yeah. we both obviously like philosophy. So it's mm-hmm. like a lot of the times if it's just two people talking, they have to get into some sort of uh, philosophical. Yeah, they, and they do in that movie. Yeah, they do. Um, it's good. It's good. That's um, the guy. The, the guy in it. You know the. Uh, inconspicuous yeah oh yeah yeah. that's like him i think that's where where it comes from it's from that movie (laughs) that's awesome yeah um no but so waking life is like a series podcast and the point was there was this one where there was this guy who was talking about the evolutionary process and basically how time is speeding up so uh i heard this other thing it's not in the movie but terrence mckenna also talks about this a little bit where basically you know what's longer a million years in dead space where nothing is happening or 50 years in the technological revolution, you know what I mean? Like, which goes faster? Uh, and so, you know, if you look at it, there's billions and billions and billions of years until Earth forms, right? Mm-hmm. And then Earth forms, and it takes millions and millions of years until human life even comes around. Then human life comes around, it takes, you know, thousands of years until we develop an agricultural society. And then from there, it's like the industrial revolution and now we're in this technological revolution and his point was everything is going to start speeding up to the point where evolution happens in front of our eyes and at that point it's going to be a shift into um, almost like uh, it's a cultural dimension that we haven't experienced before where hopefully certain values like war which we can already see is kind of dying off Uh, well I mean there's still war obviously but uh, but hopefully things uh, that we 
as a society agree are just generally bad. You know, I think most people would agree that racism is bad. I mm-hmm. think, and I, I can't <laughs> most, speak most people. Well, I can't speak on. for everybody. Yeah, don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and then and then moving forward, like truth and love, and these things will mm-hmm. become like the base, which is interesting because then what will, those will be the flip side to another set of values, which would be interesting. So, I think relating it to comedy. I think like you were talking about, that's why I love, you know, watching you and talking to you about comedy is because I can see you trying to emulate those values. Mm-hmm. And thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and trying to evolve the, the laughs with the society and adapt to, you know, how the world is changing like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very, very important. And I, I'm very excited because again, I think we're coming around the bend here on some, on some new era that hasn't been, explored before and you know nothing is that's like every every society obviously but again it's like faster and faster and i think it's only gonna get quicker and i'm excited to see how Mm -hmm. it plays out i'm sure terence mckenna wasn't on mushrooms when he said that (laughs) (laughs) no no no, of course not of course uh no i i I don't know about the whole evolutionary line uh timeline man i I just i don't know It, it has got it has picked up in the last couple of years uh 50 years i mean <laughs> well i mean I think the internet about... changed everything i don't uh, but as as far as um i don't know like the way people are gonna act and see each other in the next couple of years i don't know i don't i don't know how that's gonna look i hope that we're kind to each other <laughs> at yeah. least i uh, that's I well, well and that's I the know. thing is like i feel I, I watched this uh documentary by adam curtis called can't get you out of my head mm-hmm. and he I don't know if this was necessarily his point, but his the idea behind it was that each society had an idea of what they wanted to change society into for the better, right? So, like, in the 70s, they wanted the revolution to have equality. Um, and there's always wars and, and, you know, maybe a different idea of political ideology. Uh, but now it's like nobody knows what would be best for us, you know? And it's like nobody... What is our ideal vision of the future at this point? I don't think anybody would be able to agree on that. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, we're in a state of confusion, and I think that's where comedians come in to just point out shit that looks weird to us, <laughs> that we're confused. Because yeah. people don't realize that we're confused a lot of time. Not a lot of people think about that. And it's just like, we're confused. What do you... Yeah, do you what's guys, going on? Like, why, guys, Dude, that's the thing. When, whenever I'm on stage, sometimes I'll just go, where am I? <laughs> like in the middle of my set, and nobody laughs, but I love it. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, what are we doing? How did I get here <laughs> on a Thursday night at 12 a.m.? Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Nothing makes sense. And so I'm just... I express that with, where am I? What's going on? How did I get here? Yeah. And nobody thinks it's funny, but I'm like, this, no, this is... This is the universal thing that we're all experiencing. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yes, well, and I guess, I mean, that's basically the, the end of the thought. But, you know, like with all that in mind and, I mean, your comic experience so far, do you have like a vision of maybe like the types of messages? Is it more about that Zen nature of things that you're trying to convey on stage? Or are you kind of just... You know, doing it. <laughs> I'm just trying to let everyone know what my penis looks like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. No, no. Um, I think um, I can't speak for the subject matter. I think that that's going to be different for everybody. If you feel like you have something something to say, mm-hmm. uh, then you know it's going to be funny. I hope, <laughs> depending on you know whoever says it and whoever values whatever they're saying. Sure. Um, in terms of how it gets out there, I don't know if um, I hope 
I, I think stand-up is going to be a thing, you know, 20 years from now, whatever, we're still <laughs> fucking grinding it out. Yeah. I hope that um, it survives the way it is now, if mm. that makes sense. Because, you know, everything, and I talked about it on, uh, on my podcast, just another excuse, you can check it out on Spotify. Um, what? <laughs> it's going to be different because I think it's going to be quicker. Like, I, I don't know how many people go out for stand-up anymore, mm-hmm. go out for shows You're anymore right. like everyone just you know I, th- I feel like they're okay watching the office a thousand times and then watching tiktok you know that that's how people get their serotonin fix for laughs like they just watch me like what's comfortable you know, 30 them. second little uh blurbs on the internet mm-hmm. and then they have memes and so people don't need to go out of their house to have that experience anymore mm-hmm. they kind of just have it at, at home and so you know my, my concern is with uh the way Five years from now, how 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 a special is going to look? Because did you watch uh, Andrew Schultz's special? Uh, I saw his like show on uh, on, Netflix, on Netflix, but I haven't seen his special at all. That, well, that's uh, I think like, the one where he's Save just America. talking to a camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like that may be where it's heading. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Where it's just like him talking to a camera and then quick joke, 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 very clippable format. Mm-hmm. And then you know you can just plug it online and people can share it that way or something. Because um, People's attention spans are just so much shorter <laughs> now. I agree um, in some senses. Okay. However, I think you're not, well, I don't know, necessarily, I, I think we should give the benefit of the doubt that maybe there's, first of all, that was mid-COVID, right? That was mm-hmm. like no, right after true. the yeah. thing of COVID. I think another thing we have to consider about COVID is that mm-hmm. it forced people to stay inside and get comfortable, which I agree was kind of a, a push towards the direction of shortening our attention spans and staying comfortable watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the office all day long. But I also think it affected another group of individuals, hopefully an equal amount of people. Who just want to get the fuck out. Yeah, who just want to get the fuck out. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope people come out. I, I, it's fun to have actual like people to talk to, you know? And like, Because, like, dude, I've, I've gotten to the point where sometimes I just do crowd work with other comedians, and yeah. I don't... <laughs> I did yeah. that to you. Yeah. And I, and I don't like doing that. It's just, you know, because crowd work's a very nice thing. Because um, I, I used to stay away from it because I was just so afraid. But now, you know, you do I'm it long enough. You just don't, it, but... Dude, it, it helps immensely. Because it, it does the thing where it's like, hey, look, where are we? <laughs> like, look, oh, yeah. everyone, we're relating to each other right now. If you just ask somebody if they have a sister or where they're from. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> no, that's just... That's yeah. just the way it should be. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I... I agree. There's a lot of scary things happening right now, but I think that, again, a lot of those scary things are going to turn people in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to become subservient to uh, Google and uh, Amazon. Dead on my couch, Facebook and Google have their tubes in my mouth. Whereas some people are going to say, hey, let's, I don't know, I think there's been a big, uh, and this is just like a microcosmic example, but I think there's been a big uh, boost in like, uh, small businesses over the internet now that people mm-hmm. can make businesses as opposed to having to try their hand at a brick and mortar business on in south philly that probably won't you know pan out or mm-hmm. so you know and that's yeah. just a, an example it's like you can hey here's my group of friends i make this product i can put it online and make money off of it and i do it well i have good customer service would you you know be able to spread this or share this with other people and it's a platform for that thing to grow as well. And that's, again, one microcosmic example of how 
we are revolting against this monopolized situation that we're all living in, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I bought this jacket off of Amazon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I hope people... I Well, that's the thing. And I tried making it a bit. I don't think it ever worked, but I made, like... Uh, I made a joke about... um Everyone is, like, support small businesses, but they probably bought the sign from fucking Amazon, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. Yeah. No, you're right, though. Oh, I mean... It's a tricky... Uh, yeah, I support all small business owners, and I'll say that from my Amazon bot phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and here's the other thing is uh, that I got from that movie, Waking Life, mm-hmm. is there was a point where he's like, everything is scary, right? There's a lot of people, it's easy to live in fear, especially nowadays. But the thing is, as humans, we know people win the lottery. Like, literally anything can happen in this. Like, we live in maybe... I mean, they were doing, they were getting super deep in it. If we like live in, if there is like more dimensions above us that there are, you know, then we live in one encapsulated moment of a possibility that goes on for eternity. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what the present is. And so we could be living in any one of these realities where anything could happen. So it's like this reality that we're living in could go a multitude of ways, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the hope of being a human is that maybe I'll win the lottery, right? Or maybe we'll get past this somehow or something will happen that'll shake things up for the better you know mm-hmm. uh, which is hard to judge because better is a scary word that people <laughs> use um to to advocate for wrong things but it's fine <laughs> i like how um the best thing to come up with when discussing how humanity can get better is maybe i'll win the lottery <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh, no maybe. i yeah yeah well that's the thing i mean it's 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 weird how I don't know self centered the whole thing is, you know. But I hope that's uh, true. I don't know, man. Everyone, well, and that's w- watch I... each other have sex. That's yeah. <laughs> the message. <laughs> of I guess. I, I guess the self centered thing would be uh, saying I'll win the lottery, win the lottery versus we as humanity will win the lottery. Mm-hmm. But also then at that point you're valuing humanity over just like the nature of oh, life yeah. and cycle and everything. And that's just we're just way down in deep in here. That's my bad. No, you're good. Um, but anyways, comedy. Yeah. a good way to distract yourself and also channel things that you know make you feel sane mm-hmm. and like you're making sense to people even when you bomb you're like well it made sense to me <laughs> yeah know? i mean don't, don't get me wrong though the first thing the number one thing like the message is great that's that's a great thing to have and but the number one thing should be the laugh <laughs> yeah. it shouldn't be like uh the philosophy behind it it should be if, if it's I funny agree. you know yeah if absolutely. it's funny say it if not Maybe save it for a TED talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. I think that's just where like my interests. And that's James Corden, baby. He yeah, fucking figured it out. He fucking he got it. <laughs> yeah. Dude. You know what? Against all odds, yeah. he did it. He fucking you. He fucking singing with people in cars. Who would have thunk? James did. <laughs> James did. thunk. James thunk it. He yeah. thunk it real nice. Uh, all right, man. Well, I think uh, we went deep enough down multiple rabbit holes. I don't know if you had any other things that you wanted to bring up i know you have your show you brought it up before yeah um, um you got a, a new episode or anything coming yeah out i have a, a new podcast i have a podcast that i've been doing it's just another excuse uh with me your host <laughs> gosh uh mike Sachs is my first guest he was a phenomenal first guest He's an amazing writer p akinroth is my new guest it comes out uh, when eventually wednesday wednesday yeah oh, i don't know when this podcast this will probably come out for a while okay but, so um, then yeah it'll probably already be up um cool. but it's on spotify itunes spotify yeah spotify yeah all right 
Uh, um, and Instagram? then, What's oh, your Instagram? oh, sorry, Akash.Shukla is my Instagram. And then um, I host uh, an open mic every Tuesday at Two Street uh, in Tuesday. South Philly. So come out to that. And you can see me there too. Yeah, you can see everyone there. <laughs> and come out, do some jokes. Fucking talk about philosophy if or it's dicks. funny. Yeah, or Either penis. Or watch each everyone have sex. <laughs> watch each other have sex like apes. <laughs> All right, man. Well, All I right. think that's good. I appreciate you coming out. Thank you for having me apes having sex with each other it's my favorite thing to watch it's actually in my new kink now after this episode uh, but thanks again Akash for coming out here and uh, opening up to again a topic that I do get really into and I appreciate you being you I also hope that you don't think it was weird that I said I see a lot of myself in you because it's not even that it, it's when I was listening to the intro and I was just like yeah it's just shared traits and then I go into how you're really thoughtful and articulate and I'm like yeah that's me anyways thanks again Akash uh for letting me project onto you and uh, no seriously you're a really cool guy everybody loves you and I love you well that was sudden uh it's just this is fun this is good right anyways thanks again Appreciate you guys listening. I hope you all have a great week. And thank you. I love you. Amen. Okay, bye. I think Articulator 3 was the best Articulator, actually.